when you have to transition from one spot to another, it makes you wish you were more than one person. So I'm thankful to be in the house of God. I do want to say thank you to Pastor Parker for giving me the challenge, uh, the privilege to uh, be able to come up and to share some thoughts with you, what I believe that God has laid on my heart for this morning. And I pray that uh, you are attentive to what God is wanting to say, but also your hearts are prepared for what God desires to do. Amen. I believe that the presence of the Lord is here, and I'm grateful for that because without his presence, we would not Anything that we do would not mean anything. It would serve no purpose. But thank God for his presence. Thank God for his spirit. Amen. And the things that he is doing. Amen. Would you turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 3? We're going to read a couple of verses in 1 Samuel Chapter 3. For all the visitors that are here, God bless you. Uh, If you're visiting with us, for those of you who continue to come, God bless you for your commitment to the house of the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 3. And I'm beginning with the first verse. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim and he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. And Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I call not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he shall call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. 
I just want to speak just for a few moments on a simple topic. Will you answer? Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be here in your house. And we thank you, God, for the privilege of being able to be amongst the people of God, those Oh God, who profess to love you, Lord Jesus, as we are gathered here today, oh God, and those that are not able to be here, those that may be listening, we pray, God, that your spirit would be with us, that you would use us, speak through us, oh God, and minister through each and every soul in this place. Ultimately, we want your perfect will to be done, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you would touch every need, oh God, and may you be glorified in everything that we do and say in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Just for a moment, I just want to talk to you on the subject, will you answer? I did try to look up a little bit and find out the history, but most of you know that the inception of the first telephone began with Alexander Graham Bell. And it is said that the first words, and that was in the 1800s, says that the first few words that were spoken spoken on the first telephone was from the voice of Alexander Graham Bell calling his assistant, Mr. Watson, saying, I need you, Mr. Watson, or Mr. Watson, I need your help. Please come here. Those are the first few words ever spoken on the telephone when it was first developed and introduced. Well, as you know that the telephone, the way it was before, was simple. You pick up. You try to get connected to whatever line. You could only connect to one line at a time before What's amazing to me is that technology has uh, advanced the capabilities of our telecommunications. And so you remember before it was popular, in fact, it was the thing to have a home telephone. That was a big thing at one point. And when they started having digital telephones, that was even better. Amen. If you remember, there was a point in time where even in the 1900s, I believe it was, where caller ID was introduced. And so then you started seeing devices, mobile devices, pagers, and you started seeing cell phones and car phones and all these other different type of phones. And now what you see, you have pretty much many computers that you carry around in your phone case, which can pretty much do anything that you wanted to do. Browse the Internet, answer emails, you've got, you name it, you've got it on your cell phones. So technology has advanced our capabilities as far as communications, and I think that's pretty awesome. The effort was to make us, uh, give us the ability to communicate more effectively and more efficiently in a quick manner without having to rely on the mail system. Because as you know, most of the time when you send out a mail or you send out a piece of mail within the United States continental, it would take you, they say, an average seven to ten business days. Amen. So if you sent it out on Tuesday, you probably won't expect them to get it until towards the end of the next week. Well, by the time they get that piece of mail, it would take another maybe two weeks before you get the response to whatever it is that you needed. So whatever question that you needed answered, you needed to send that a month in advance. And if you were sending mail overseas, it was that much more time consuming. But thank God we have telephones. Amen. So if you look at it, I had an image and um, because I sent it at the last minute, that was my fault. So y'all can't see the image, the visual aid I had. But 
the visual aid had a, a simple picture of a phone and what you would see displayed on the phone when you would receive an incoming call. And we had the little image there that shows you the head or face or whatever the case may be. And underneath it, it said Jesus. It said incoming call. So that's what I want to talk to you about, though, today. On the phone, the phones that you have today, we have a lot of features that are given. You have caller ID. You have call waiting. You have caller call waiting ID. You've got call forwarding. You've got voicemail and a whole lot of other features on the phone. But these features are designed to minimize your chance of missing out on the call that's coming in. So if you're on another line, you remember that annoying busy signal you used to get on all the telephone lines. Now you get that annoying sound on the other end when you're trying to talk to someone and you hear beep beep is to let you know there's an incoming call. Call forwarding allows you to pretty much avoid your phones, your phone calls coming to whatever phone it's supposed to come to and go to the phone that you desire. So if you had a home phone and you didn't want anybody to call your cell phone or if you wanted somebody to call your cell phone, you can call forward from your home phone to your cell phone from either phone, whatever phone you want, just whatever phone, just forward, forward it, forward it. You can put anybody's number in there and it'll forward the call automatically. So if I'm trying to get a hold of you, it would forward a call. Why am I talking about this? Because there is some application to me when I think about the features on a regular phone and I think about the lines of communication to our hearts when it comes to Jesus knowing our number. Amen. Jesus knows our number and sometimes he's trying to call us. But there are two specific features on the phone when you receive an incoming call. And one of them is to answer or the other one is to ignore. Now, you have those two decisions. you got to choose between those two options. Do you want to answer or do you want to ignore the call? If you're one of those people that you're so busy, sometimes you'll miss out on the call, and so it'll show you that you have a missed call, and perhaps maybe they'll leave a voicemail message. But if you're one of those people that you're, getting the, you're in the meeting and you see the call coming in but you can't take it, you can also hit ignore. Maybe you can text them back and say, I'm busy. What I want to know is, in your life, when God is calling the lines of your heart, what is it that you're choosing to do? You have the option to ignore the call of God, or you have the option to answer the call. Sometimes it's possible where we'll miss a call, we didn't realize it was coming in. And I, I like to liken that to maybe God is trying to speak to us, and we miss the message because we're preoccupied with something else. Call waiting is a fabulous thing, but if I am on another line, I may have the option to pick up or not to pick up on the other line that's coming in. And sometimes it's that way in our lives. Maybe Jesus is trying to call to our hearts, but because there's some other things preoccupying our hearts, we still he's waiting on us to answer that incoming call. Amen? We're preoccupied, we're busy, we're distracted, whatever the case may be. But I'm here to let you know that when Jesus is calling, it's probably the best option for you to answer that call. Amen? There's another option that is on the phone, and it's called call forwarding. And this is one of the ones that's probably more popular than anything else when we're talking about Jesus calling to the hearts of people. Because call forwarding represents to me when God is speaking to us things that really pertain to us, we tend to call forward to someone else. 
When God is speaking a message and he's, he's looking for us to fix something in our lives, it's easy to point the message to someone else. That's not for me. I'm not, I already spoke to God this morning and I know if he wanted me to know something, he would have told me this morning. So I'll just forward that call to somebody else. When a man of God is speaking and he's speaking something into our hearts, we tend to look at someone else and say, that message was for them. That wasn't for me. That was for them. I know that pertains to them. I know their life. But what if we answered the call that was coming into our hearts and applied the message that God was sending to us. Amen. Then there's the option of voicemail. And sometimes you don't get it right away. Sometimes, you know, voicemail represents to me when we don't position ourselves where we need to be. Sometimes in the house of God when the services are going on and we don't show up because we really just choose not to be there. We don't feel like being there. So we have the option of going online and we have the option of hearing the message when we want to hear it. But it doesn't change the message. Here's my concern about the voicemail. Sometimes the message you hear later on is something that... That is already expired. The blessings you were supposed to receive, you're no longer going to receive because you missed out when God was trying to deliver that message to you in the first place. So while you still get the benefit of being able to hear the message, you don't have the advantage of being able to take the benefit of whatever is supposed to be attached to that call. What's the point? The point is Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling to our hearts. He knows our number. It's not, it's not a mystery for him. But when he calls, the question you have to answer is, are you going to ignore the call or are you going to answer the call? What is it that God is calling you to do? Sometimes there are some things that God is calling us to that makes us a little bit uncomfortable. But the question is, again, are you going to answer or are you going to ignore the call? I know that sometimes we may have missed some important phone calls that were coming in and there was some information that we needed I wonder if we're missing some things that God is trying to deliver to us we keep praying we keep fasting we keep staying before God but we're still missing it because we're not even answering the call that's coming in to our hearts will you answer or will you ignore I can think of quite a few people in the scripture, Moses was one of those ones that had a personal encounter where God was calling his line, called him up, and he had an, an experience with the burning bush, and God is talking to him, and he tried to maybe weasel his way out. But eventually he just said, okay, I'll, get, I'll go ahead and answer the call that you're calling me to. Moses didn't anticipate all the things that God was going to use him to do, but by answering the call, God used him to do some miraculous things where God's people were freed after 400 years of bondage. I can think of another man who had a personal call in his life to go and speak to a country of people who were doing perverse things. This man named Jonah, God was calling to him, and Jonah was adamant about trying to ignore the call of God to the point where it got him into some turmoil in the midst of the ocean. And then he finds himself in the belly of a large fish. The Bible lets us know in the New Testament that it was a whale, but we find that he's in the belly of the fish three days and nights, and then God allows him to be released so he can deliver the message, and as a result, a whole country was saved and delivered from destruction because they heeded to the message that God was delivering through the man of God. He had to answer the call. 
And there are many others that had a personal encounter, a moment where God was calling to them. Isaiah says, you know, he's looking for somebody. He says, who shall we send? And Isaiah says, send me. Here I am, send me. I'll go. Whatever state I am, obviously if God is calling me, he's wanting to use with, God is going to give to me. I don't have to worry about how it's going to happen. What I really need to do is just make a connection. Amen? I've got a mission. Whatever it is that God is desiring to do in your life, will of God, because we're afraid, because of fear, because of the things that hinder us from answering the call of God and for some in their life. But do you not know that the very call you're getting is because God is wanting to take away that shame from your life? The very things that you did, you don't have to live in that state anymore, but you've got to get to a point where you answer the call. Most people, when we think about calling, we think about a calling to just the ministry or being able to preach or whatever the case may be. But anytime God is calling you, I remember we talk about the scripture earlier in First Peter where he says, you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Why? A peculiar people. So you can show forth the praise of him that have what? Called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Jesus says many are, cho- or many are called, but few are what? chosen you know why few are chosen because few are choosing to answer the call here's my question to you really simple are you going to answer the call what is it that god is calling you for what is he calling you to do you know some folks you know we spend time it's a bad feeling when you're sitting there and you see calls coming in from bill collectors and you ignore it now i know y'all don't know what that's like but uh I can tell you, I've experienced that in my life. It's not a good feeling. You see all those missed calls, you know exactly what those calls are about. At some point in time, you've got to face the facts. But here is, here's the danger. Here's the danger to not answering the call. Take for granted that God will continue to call you. You hear the messages. You hear things going on. You see God's provision. You see him protecting you time and time again, rescuing you, rescuing you from things that you know was only God that kept you from. And after a while, what will happen if you're not careful is those calls will cease to come in. Take for granted that he's going to continue to call. He's going to continue to reach out. But one day you may find that you're not getting those calls anymore. This would be a very bad place to be because then there's no hope. What am I encouraging you? When you hear and when you feel, and most of us know, wherever you are in your relationship with God, wherever you are in life, the message is simple. I have no intent on entertaining or anything else, but the message is really simple. If God is calling, pick up the phone. Open up your heart. Amen? And answer the call. The people that we read about in the scripture, they're not, they're not far removed. This was only 2,000 years ago. It's really not that long ago. That we see things happening with the disciples and the apostles and how they carried out the work of God, even throughout the book of Acts. It wasn't that, real, that long ago. But brothers and sisters, God is looking to use his people today. And he's calling your line. Whatever he's calling you to do, whatever he's calling you from, 
You've got to establish in your life that you're going to answer that call. Don't let another call come in from the Lord and you not answer. Stop forwarding your calls to another number because you feel like it doesn't apply to you. Stop blocking your calls. You know, you got the option to block calls. I'm going to block this caller so they cannot call me anymore. Be careful who you're blocking. Don't allow another call to come in and you not answer. But the choice is still yours. So somebody's line is being tapped. Jesus is calling somebody's line today. And the question still remains, will you answer or will you ignore? All those moments that God was calling and he says, okay, I want you to get up and pray or, you know, I want you to. He's sending a text message to you saying, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of you. I need to get a message to you. I want to communicate with you. I want to connect with you. How many of those calls have you missed? How many of those calls have you ignored? It's not God's line that's tied up. It's our line. But he wants to know, will you answer? I told you I wasn't going to be before you long. The message is simple. You can stand. The message is simple. But, but think about in this simple message. Ask yourself on a daily basis, am I missing the call of God in my life on my job am i missing the call maybe there's something you know sometimes i'm sitting there and i'm just focused on my work and somebody comes in with a need and they need and i know what they need to hear but the reason why i know what they need to hear and i always tell them i said listen everything i just told you i said i couldn't repeat that verbatim again i said because what i'm telling you is what i believe god has given me to tell you some folks I look in the eye and they're not even coming for Christian advice, but somehow they already know who I am. And I tell folks, I see you. I told one young lady, I said, listen, they asked me and they said, I really, I really need to know what, you know, what you think. What do you think about, you know, I just feel like I'm not really satisfied. I'm, and that was a wonderful opportunity. And I looked at her, I said, let me tell you something. I said, if you want me to be honest, this is, this is what I'm going to tell you. You have great aspirations to do great things, I said, but for the wrong reasons. You're trying to prove to yourself in the world that you are somebody because you have been beat up by things in your life. I said, but you're still not going to be fulfilled. You'll never be fulfilled. You can get all the degrees you want to get and all the certifications you want to get. I said, but what you really need, you're going to only find in Jesus. I said, the fulfillment you need in your life, Jesus can only give it to you because he's the source of your life. So if you ever want to fulfill the purpose in your life, you've got to connect with him. And we had that conversation at my desk. And these are conversations that I get the opportunity to have, and I'm grateful for it. But it's not me, and I always end it with that. Everything I'm telling you is not me. But you, in order to do that, wherever you are, God wants to use you to do that. That's ministering. Did you know that? Yes. Ministry does not just, is not just, we have talked about that already, but ministry is not just within the confines of a platform and four walls in a building that's known as a church. 
Ministry is what you're doing. Are you engaged? Are you connected? Is your line open so Jesus can get a hold of you and communicate through you? So the question still remains, will you answer? I encourage you, don't ignore the call of Christ. Don't ignore that incoming call. Don't allow anything else to, to, to interrupt you and distract you. When that call comes in, you do what you can. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I got to go ahead and click over because I got an important call coming in. This is more important. Will you answer? Normally we have nice little trickly music playing and, you know, all this appetizing stuff for the emotions. But at the end of the day, when all the music fades and everything else has gone away, the question is, what kind of connection do you have? Do you have a strong connection with God? Is your signal strong? Are you even getting reception? I'm encouraging you today, wherever you are, you may have a strong connection, that's great. You may, if your line is open, you've been listening to God, that's great. But maybe you know some folks that is not listening. Maybe you know some folks whose line has been tied up. Maybe somebody's service has been deactivated. Intercede for them. God is trying to get a hold of people. He's calling lines. Ah, He's spending his time trying to get in touch with us. Will you answer that call? God is calling someone today to intercede on somebody's behalf. Will you answer that call? There's an old song that says, when he calls me, I will answer. When he calls me, I will answer. When he calls, I will If you're here today, you know that maybe there's some calls that you have missed. Maybe you know some folks who are missing these calls coming in from Christ. Take some time now. Talk to him. It doesn't take long to open up them lines. It doesn't take long to restore that service and restore that signal. Just position yourself in the right place. God wants to connect with you. He wants to work through you. Now is the time. Don't let another opportunity go by. Jesus is calling. Will you answer? These altars are open. If you want to come and you want to just spend some time between you and God.